Hey everybody, uh, Dungeon Master Bobby Shortle here, doing something a little different, coming to you over the top of this thing, because uh, we're doing things a little differently. This is our series of interludes. Um, you're going to get three separate stories, character moments with Thrace, Henley, and then Julian. First up, we have Thrace. I think you're going to enjoy what we got for you now, so enjoy Thrace Goes on a Date. <laughs> So, Jackie, we're gonna level up. We're gonna level up Thrace here. Awesome. Your adventure is done. The the mm -hmm. uh, game as a foot has ended. Okay. You guys solved that mystery, and so uh, you get time to level up again. So you're gonna get another two levels again this time. So we're gonna go from five to seven Sweet. today. So basically, for um, each level you're leveling up, so you're leveling up two levels. Yeah. You add a hit die for each one, which is um, hit dice one d ten. Right. So by this point, you actually have. Um, now seven d10 is your hit die. Oh, because you get one for each level. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have to roll seven. No, 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 no. Oh. You're just gonna roll. You're gonna roll twice because you're looking oh, two okay. levels. You roll one hit die for each level you get. Oh, okay. But you write it in there as seven d10 because, and this will matter more in the next arc that we're doing. I know off mic, Jackie was asking okay. to give her teasers about what was coming, and I wouldn't. But basically, when you take short rests and stuff like that, yeah, um, or long rests to get your hit points back, which we've never done this. I think we did it once. Oh, okay. You roll your hit die to see how many hit right. points you get back. We've always just said, hey, long rest, back to normal. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you need to roll that hit die twice. So okay. roll a d10 twice. Um, and you add that number to your total hit points. Okay. Uh, uh, so my total hit points right now are 40. Yeah. Which is lovely. I think it's like roughly three times Julian's. I like how he sets the world on fire, then collapses in a heap and pees yeah, himself. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about right to me. <laughs> it's, it's his character. Yeah, what I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> do, do, do. All right, a 10 and a 5. Okay. So I get 15, 15 extra hit points. Yep. Sweet. That's a nice jump right there. Yeah, there you go. Okay, and so the next thing we have to do yep. is we'll do some of your class leveling up. Okay. So. Uh, when you get to, okay, so at sixth level you get an ability score improvement. So okay. when you reach sixth level, you can increase one ability score of your choice by two, or you can increase two ability scores of your choice by oh, one. Oh, I remember this. You can't increase yes. any ability score above twenty using this feature. Okay. All right. So this is this column here. Yes. Right? Yeah. The okay. big numbers. Sweet. Because I think last time I bumped up a couple of my weaker ones. I think that's what you did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because my strength is already 18 plus 4, yes. so I'm like pretty good with that one. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know, I feel like I want to keep my wisdom at 8 minus 1 because, you know, it's part of my charm. And also you got to think about the fact that like increasing it, the amount that it's going to help you exactly. is probably not that much. Because I'm kind of in a, in a group of people who, I mean, let's face it, also lacking wisdom, but not quite as badly as me. Right. So, yes. you know. Um, now, run over with me again quickly how much use dexterity and constitution are. 
to me. So to you, um, I mean, they're both pretty uh, useful stats in general um, because dexterity is a generalized thing, which includes like acrobatics and, right. and... I seem to feel like that's the one I use the most, like dexterity checks. Or yeah, stuff, dexterity or checks like, are big because like right. if you need to get out of the way of something falling, if, um, you know, a big creature is swiping at you, if you're trying to do whatever, dexterity checks often come up because right. they are generalized, like how athletic, not how athletic, athletic is strength, so it gets a little bit... Right. Um, sometimes athletics and acrobatics, which athletics draws from strength and acrobatics draws from dexterity, oh, okay. um, they're sometimes interchangeable and sometimes it'll be up to me to be like, yeah, you can do either one that you okay, want to do or here. pick a particular one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're trying to like, if you're falling from a ledge and trying to grab, you right. know, a, something as you're falling or right. you're trying to land properly, that's going to always be like dexterity check. Okay. Uh, okay. Dexterity is pretty big. Constitution is big as well because it's it affects certain spells, certain attacks will draw off constitution because it's, okay. you know, your stalwartness, how okay. good you are at taking blows. When your constitution goes up one, you automatically uh, get hit points added to your total hit point total. Oh, okay. So that's okay. the kind of thing that it, that it, that it affects. All right. um, it also, I think, I believe it also affects your initiative score. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but. So in that case, I think what I'm going to do this time around, because I tried to pump up my lower ones a little last time, mm-hmm. I'm this time I'm going to buff up my ones that I rely on more. Okay. I'm going to put a point on dexterity and a point on constitution. Okay. So what does that bring your dex? That's going to bring me to 15 and 15. Okay, so you stay plus two on both of those. Okay. Um, but if you go up one more on either, you'll go up to plus three. Because hmm. 14 and 15... Okay. 14, 15 is plus two, 16, 17 is plus three. So you could use two and get one of them up to there and, and get a bonus. All right, in that case, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put my dexterity up to 16. Okay. So it'd be 16 and then plus three. Okay, right? yes. So your dex goes up to plus three. So on your character sheet as well, you know, the, the little guys with the bubbles here? Yeah. Anything that has the DX next to it, yeah, uh, it's going to go up plus one. Plus one. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. So you probably have pluses on a lot of them already. Um, you probably have plus two on a lot of them. Anything that's plus two goes up to plus three. Wow, it actually puts my stealth up as well. Huh. Oh, there you go. I'll tell you what, being six and a half feet tall and 250 pounds, it's not easy to be stealthy. No, it's not good. And I think you have disadvantage on all stealth checks anyway. Damn it. Um... <laughs> Uh, because of the armor you're wearing? I, I was think? just about to say, because I rattle when I walk, right? Yeah. yeah. The armor you're <laughs> at level six, you got an ability score improvement, which we just did. Yep. Um, and at level seven, your your archetype gets upped. So you are a yes. Eldritch Knight. Third level. Oh, here, War Magic. That's what you get this time. War Magic. Yeah, so War Magic. Um, beginning at seventh level, when you use your action to cast a cantrip, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. Oh, sweet. So I can do a cantrip and hit them with my warhammer. Yep. Sweet. There you go. So right now you're at seventh level. You ha- you know two cantrips. Okay. You know a total of five spells. For now, I'm going to write these down, and then I'll probably go through the book and like pick them out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We don't pick them out right now. No, 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 no. Uh, and you have four first level spell slots and two second level spell, slot, spell slots. So basically means in between rests, you can cast four first level spells and two second level spells. Okay. Um, and you have two cantrips that you can use whenever. When you pick your pick your spells, basically all have to be abjuration or evocation except for one. Yeah. You okay. can have one that's not, but everything right. else has to be abjuration or evocation, which is going to be what you want to do anyway because they're going to be high damage spells or spells to make you more of a tank. Right. right. So either way, they're going to be good for you. So that makes sense. Yeah. And, and also, it gives me another reason to not keep building into the tank. 
But yeah. like the next time I level up, you mm-hmm. know, if I'm going to do the Eldritch Knight thing to mm-hmm. balance it out a little with the intelligence so that my spells are also effective. Exactly. Right. And I think, and also, oh, you get something for your race, right? At this point? Yes, I do. I looked at this earlier. You so my race, um, so my breath weapon, I have that fire breath, yes. the uh, 15 foot cone mm-hmm. of fire damage. So it was 2d6, and now at level 6, I get 3d6 damage okay. for that. Cool. So that's good, good. Awesome. Well. So you yeah. another die to that, more, more, yes. doing more damage. Um, yeah, so you, so at this point right now, with the, the war magic thing you just got, you, yes. you could perform a spell, Yep. do a hit, use your action surge, Yep. Then to do an additional action on top of your regular action. Yes. And you also have a bonus action. And I also have my uh, bracer of badassness, which means I can hold mm-hmm. two-handed weapons, yep. one in each hand. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's what I tried to do when we were fighting that dragon uh, last time, was how much can I pile in on one go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much damage can I do in one big hit? Oh, that's right. At fifth level, you right. just get to attack twice no matter what. Right. That's right. Okay. So yeah, you have an extra attack, your action surge, and you have an extra attack on top of your war magic. So you could have, <laughs> right. you could attack four times in one turn. Sweet. Which is pretty crazy. Bring it on. Oh, so get get this. Just yeah. looking a little ahead. Yeah. At level nine, you can re-roll a saving throw that you fail. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Well, I like that. Yeah. That's you know what? I haven't read ahead much, but maybe I will now. I'm going to have a look and see what else I'm going to get. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, a fifteenth level, I can freaking teleport thirty feet, <laughs> and be like, "Bing, here that's, I am! Uh, Boom! There's a warhammer in the face." That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, at tenth level, you learn how to make your weapon strike undercut a creature's resistance to your spells. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, that creature has disadvantage on the next saving throw it makes against a spell you cast before the end of your next turn. Oh yes. So you got a lot of stuff going on there. Oh yes, I do. All right. So can, you're I, all, can I use it all on Henley next time? Yes. <laughs> if you want to take Henley down and kill him before the end of the adventure, you can do that. I reckon that. I could. I reckon I could take him <laughs> so easily. All right. So uh, getting us back into the world yes. of, of, of Dungeons do. and Dragons, back to the Forgotten Realms. So this interlude, we've always done little interludes in between all the things. This is a little bit different. Usually we're, we're going one to another and you guys are falling face first into adventure. This time, it's been about a month since the dragon fight. And you guys have been in Fandolin and things have been quiet things have been serene and sort of normal for for you guys you've you have rooms to stay in and you've made a little life in the in the last month trading with people getting to know people huh. you know nice nights in 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 the red brand base with with Gizmoto and the other and the other recruits just drinking having a good time sharing tales of adventure but there's always been the specter hanging over your heads which you know that this last magical item which is to come has not been found yet, okay. and you you guys don't know where it is, and but you know that it's out there. But we don't really have any clues. To don't have any clues us. yet. Gizmodo spies are out looking, but they haven't haven't come back. Okay. And since you got back to this place, the the item that you secured from the dragon um, has been under lock and key. You guys guys had no, no time to examine it. It's been put away with promises that you will get to see it 
soon. It's funny. I have not even given it any thought from <laughs> since sliding underneath and trying to rip it out of a dragon's belly. I have not been like, oh, I wonder what that is. Well, you've all been about, you've always, your character's always been about just doing the job and not really about what the job means. That's not really been <laughs> not the thing for you. No. Uh, so it's been in a lock and key with promise that you'll see it once they've had time to study it. Uh, but in this time, you know, you've been free to move about and do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, Julian has spent a lot of long nights with Gizmodo, you assume talking about wizard stuff <laughs> right, uh, for right. the most part. You know, Henley is back and forth here and there, spending a lot of time in Neverwinter, spending a lot of time with Stewie, actually, who has made his own little home. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> in, in this area. And they've kind of become fast friends. No. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. But, you know, Thrace being that, you know, it's, this has been the first time in probably months if not years that you've seen the same place for any sort of length of time, what do you think you've been doing with yourself for the last month in, in, in Fandolin? I'd say probably feeling socially very awkward, um, but trying to get over it and trying <laughs> to open myself up to being a little more stable, not just trying to find like the next place to go and the next adventure and just trying to be okay with like everyday life right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's a struggle. Right. I definitely, you know, going to the market and buying stuff, um, I want to do that, but they give me a bad price. I want to hit them in the face with a Warhammer. Mm -hmm. And it's just not, you know, social etiquette is really not my thing. I wasn't really brought up, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, back in my clan, if someone gives you a bad price, you do hit them in the face with a Warhammer. Right. But with Dragonborn, it just tickles a bit. It's not a big deal. You're not going to kill someone with yeah, it. Yeah. But here, you can't really do that. It's frowned upon. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, you know, the guys that kind of like the guards around here, they, they see me coming and they know I don't mean bad, but I'm definitely that person that walks in the store and everyone's like, watch the tail way. What are you doing with the wings? Right. Like, you know, it gets a little, it gets a little much. You get, I those, can't, you get those sideways glances. I do. And you can hear people sort of whispering. Yeah. They're trying to be polite, but. Exactly. And yeah. this, when you're as big as me, you can't really find, even find a corner in a bar to hide in without someone seeing you and like looking at you. Mm. And so I've kind of mostly just been sitting in my room. Mm. And I, I question for you actually, when we, when we were back in Neverwinter and the first time you met Leo, he was having whiskey. And yes. you're like, oh, I don't really drink whiskey. So what would be Thrace's drink of choice? Oh, I really like lemonade. Lemonade. Yes. Anything harder than that? What, what, if, you're, what if you're at the pub? If I'm at the pub? Well, I mean, I'll have a shandy. That's I, I can go for a shandy. You know, a little lemonade with some beer in mm -hmm. it. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like, I, I, this is very against type for, for Thrace. This is <laughs> giant hulking warrior and they're drinking lemon shandies. It's nice. I like that. Yes. I like yes. that. It's a good, it's a good character trait. It's delicate. I, I'm not completely unladylike. No, absolutely not. So, <laughs> uh, you are in Fandolin, um, having another day, uh, sort of planning out your day, going to the market, then probably going to sit in the corner of the pub, having a lemon shandy. Yeah. You haven't really seen Julian or Henley for a couple of weeks now, really. They've been sort of off doing whatever they're doing. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for Thrace. Well, I mean, all right, with Henley not being around, <laughs> but Julian, I kind of thought we were friends, but he seems to be very, uh, very tight with Gizmodo. And like, it's, I don't know. It makes me feel a little uneasy because it's all this like magic. And I don't know. I'm a simple person. I'm sim a simple dragon. And, and, I, I get a little weirded out by the fact that him and Gizmo are always like tucked away in that mm. little, you know, in that little keep, just like whispering about stuff. 
I don't entirely trust Julian. Hmm. So let me ask you a question then. This is an interesting question. This is based off mechanics since it's coming off. It gives a little point. Yeah. You are a little distrustful of magic. Uh, a little, yeah. Yet, in choosing your kind of speciality as you've gone along here, you've yeah. chosen to start studying magic. Yes. So w why is that? Because it's the same thing as I was just saying about the social awkwardness. Is how I was brought up is how I was brought up. And I was brought up to be distrustful of, like, you know, my clan didn't really use magic. We worked hard and we worked with our hands and we, we you know, the most we do is use our fire breath to heat dinner up in the evening. It's like, but magic's not really a thing. You, you, you're simple folk. Mm -hmm. But how I was brought up is not necessarily how I want to be right. with everything. And I haven't been home in a long, long time. And I figure, like, I try my hardest to try new stuff. As uncomfortable as it makes me, I try. So I thought, well, I'm friends or at least adventurer with Julian. Let me let me try and see where he's coming from. All right. I like that. I like that. So in, in this fourth week of you being in Fandolin, uh, you get a raven. And it's a note from... Leo oh. Scaleworth, who <laughs> the private detective who you met in in Neverwinter. He makes my scales shiver. <laughs> uh, and he asks you. The note asked you if you would like to meet up for dinner at a restaurant halfway between Neverwinter <gasps> and Fandolin. Did, um, I, did I reply? Oh hell yes! I don't know. Did you? I didn't. I actually replied. Well, that might be nice. Yes, definitely. And then I sent another raven that said, absolutely. And then another raven that said, what time? <laughs> then I sent another raven that said, what should I wear? What kind of restaurant is this? And then I sent another raven that said, uh, what should I bring with me? Do, uh, should I bring a bottle of wine? And then I went to send another raven. And the guy was like, there's no more ravens. Please stop asking me to send ravens. Mm, you, met, you, missed, you hit your limit. Hit <sighs> yeah, your raven limit. I did. Yeah. Especially because it all happened in the morning. So, right. you know, it, it got a little much. You said yeah. the next raven's going to cost you four times as much. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's when all the other ravens come back, hopefully, because yeah. I kind of sent all the ravens. Right. Yes. <laughs> so later I don't want to look desperate, but still, I wanted to make sure he knew I was coming and I'd be wearing something nice. And I was definitely coming. Right. Uh, so he said, you got one raven back later <laughs> in the afternoon that says, I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> Wear whatever you'd like. Uh-huh. Um, just be there at eight. Okay, that's. I'm very excited. Yes. Just to go to go out of the world a bit, just to give you like an idea of of how I see my character. Mm -hmm. um, think of like Dorothy from the Golden Girls as a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I might not look elegant in a in a backless gown, but I'm smart, and I'm <laughs> now I'm just thinking of B. Arthur with <laughs> with a dragon face. That's... Exactly. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Ma! <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, who's the Estelle Getty? Oh my. Uh, Henley. Bob Henley? <laughs> Other Henley would be more like Blanche. Actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 I think Julian might be a little, maybe, but he might be a little bit more. No, he's not really, uh, I don't know, what's Betty White's character's name? Rose. Rose. Yeah. He's not like daft No, like she, yeah, exactly. He's not stupid. Yeah. He just pees himself a lot. So yeah. he could be like Estelle Getty's character. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, she was maybe. like 80. She was. Half the jokes were about how she couldn't hold her bowels. So, right. you know. Which is always very funny because she was younger than all of them yes. making the show, which is a crazy <laughs> thing to think. Uh, I remember, like, when, you know, because obviously I was watching that show in repeats by the time I was ever watching right. it, but, like, I remember seeing, like, a picture of her, which was, like, 20 years after, and being right. like, 
how come she looks exactly the same? My mom was like, because she was playing an older person. It's like, she had prosthetics and yeah. everything to make her look yeah. old. And here we are talking about the Golden, Golden Girls. Golden Girls, I know. All I right, know. Moving on. This happens when you get two people in a room. And, <laughs> I have less to handle, so I, I, can, di- I can divert. Uh, yes. All right. So uh, you go to the, the restaurant's called As the Crow Flies. Um, oh, okay. So you head out to the restaurant. It's easy road, no, no, nothing good. It, in, the restaurant is... One of those big buildings, you know, it looks like it's it's an old, uh, it was an old residence almost, but it's been turned into a, okay. a restaurant. And I feel my social anxiety rising. <laughs> uh, and you walk in and you can see immediately why Leo chose this place. The Everything is sized appropriately, let's say. <gasps> oh. The tables are big. There's right. lots of room. Right. It's not a place meant to pack a ton of people into. It's a, a, a place to have a few... Um, people have a nice experience. Oh, this is lovely. Yeah. So uh, Leo is sitting behind a table um, in the back of the, the back of the room, and he and he stands up when, when you walk in. And I immediately go bright red, even redder than I normally am, <laughs> and um, I, I walk over there. Three. So so good to see you. Uh, you too, Leo. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Leo. You seem you seem a little nervous. No, I'm not nervous. It was just a really long bus ride, but um, there was like a, a chicken on there, and then like I know the guy stood up and he took the chicken off the bus, and I didn't really understand what was going on. But it turned out the chicken had to lay an egg, which mm. it did on the side of the road. Those and big, like, those big public uh, transportation carriages, yes. they can be a real oh a real problem. Oh, they, they really can. Mm. Well, have a have a seat. Thank oh. you. Oh, God. So, uh, how, how have you been since we last saw each other? I've been good. I've, I've been a little, a little lost for purpose. Hmm. You're not used to being stationary, being in the same place. No, I've always traveled. Hmm. I've always been looking for that next thing. If, and I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I haven't been with our people in a, in a very, very long time. But Me either. You seem like royalty to me. Um. So I'm wondering why I, you're out here adventuring. I, I, I am an adventurer mm-hmm. by heart. It's not so much where you came from, it's where you're going to. I, I completely agree. And I, I always feel like I have a wandering, a wandering heart mm. and a father that didn't particularly need me to stay home. Mm. We've, all, we've all been there. <sighs> yes. We've all been there. You too, Leo? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you wouldn't think so, but at private high school, they don't really, they don't look too, like, kindly is not the right word. They're, they're always very kind, but in that way that you could tell they were really trying to be kind because I was not an elf or a, a man or, you know, someone they're used to seeing in, in, in this yes. kind of profession. Yes. Um, but I, I've made my way and things have gone pretty How well. How do you do it? How do you cope with every single time you walk into a marketplace or a restaurant or a bazaar, everybody turns around and looks because you are twice the size of everybody else in the room and you're scaly. I just try to think of it like uh, I'm twice the size of them, so I don't have to worry about what they're thinking. Huh. Well, that is a very interesting way of looking at things. And, you know, I travel. I don't stay in the same place huh. very often. I, I've been in Neverwinter for a while now since things happened because I, I can't shake the case out of right. my head. I, I will say that, I mean, you're, you're, I've seen your friend 
Henley there a few times. Oh. Him and that. I, I, sorry, sorry. Let me just stop you there. Not my friend. <laughs> Person I happen to be traveling with right now for a common goal. Not my friend. I don't want you thinking badly of me because you think Henley is my friend. Henley's not my friend. Well, uh, thank you for clarifying okay, that. You're for welcome. Me. I've seen him there a few times with, with that goblin, uh, Stewart. Stewie. 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 Stewie's a, Stewie's a good goblin. He seems like a, 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 a nice enough fella. He, he came through for us. He did. So. He did. I will say that I don't know if your friend Henley is extremely brave or extremely stupid. Oh, no. Uh, Again, let me stop you right there. <laughs> I can answer that question before you need to go any further. He's extremely <laughs> stupid. But please do feel free to continue telling me this story. I, I, I will just say that I guess he can get away with a little more because he's a half-elf and he can blend in a little bit. But um, the people who live in the slums and right around the slums of Neverwinter are not particularly thrilled with the three of you. Okay. Uh, since... We kind of destroyed the whole place? Yeah. Uh, see, the, the, Not that it was our fault, I'd like to point out. No, it's not your fault, uh, but... Puff the exploding dragon was not our fault. I think their thinking is they had cleared out the areas that would have been destroyed, and then you moved the dragon a little bit. And kind of dropped it on their heads. Yeah, and then you <sighs> destroyed part of the town that had not been evacuated. So... Okay. They're not super happy so i would stay away if if i were you thank you for the advice that really wasn't intentional it's just when you have an exploding dragon right in your face and you're like what do i do you don't always think about the consequences Mm. i feel bad about it well that's that's what matters (laughs) (laughs) i do feel bad about it (laughs) so i i i i bet you're wondering why i asked you here tonight Oh, I wasn't, but I am now. I thought we were just getting a little dinner. But sure, if you have an ulterior motive, please do tell me. We we, we are getting dinner, and and it's nice to enjoy the company of uh, of someone who's like us, because we don't get to see too many people around. Um, But there's something more. I I feel like I can trust you, and, and there's something I want to talk to you about. As I said, the case has continued to bother me, and I have no doubt that we found... The culprit mm-hmm. and the the right person, the right being that, that did this, Riley. But I've talked to many people in in the in the weeks since we wrapped up this case, and I've talked to people who've known Riley. I, I, I talked to the librarian. I I talked to Gizm- your, your friend Gizmoto. I I, uh-huh. I I talked to Stewie. The things that he was able to do, I just I don't understand he wasn't working on his own yeah how he could uh-huh. have done that on his own i don't think he did i think there is a uh, certain someone behind the scenes that might have been pulling his strings mm. and when, when you say that he reaches down and picks up a pile of papers and starts ruffling through the papers and he finds something and he said he says is this this henrique person that Stuart mentioned maybe maybe uh, he seems like bad news. He, he's fooled us a couple of times, mm. and uh, yes, he is. Ex- he is the bad news. The things that I've heard, I worry about what you what you adventurers are going to face. Well, it's very nice you care, <laughs> and I also want to tell you and warn you that 
you need to be very careful who you trust going forward. Yes. Um, because of what I've... There's something odd about your friend Julian. <gasps> he seems like a very... He seems like a nice man and a good person. He seems he, he wants to do the right thing. Absolutely. He seems... To, he's always been very good to me. I mean, he smells a little of pee, but... <laughs> Other than that. But, you know, humans, they're always peeing themselves. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They just can't hold it in when times get tough. No, 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 no. But from what I've read and what I've talked, what I've heard, just I think there are things coming up that are going to challenge all of you and especially him. Where are you getting this from, Leo? When you're when you when you're, your business is to find things out, you find things out. Uh huh. You still seem to be being a little cagey. It's not my place to to talk about other people's affairs and business. You 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 should ask Julian what he's not telling you though, because I think it will surprise you. Okay. Uh, surprise me in what kind of way? It will just surprise you. All right. At this point, I'm going to call the waiter over and be like, "Can I have a double shandy, please?" Double shandy. Coming right up. Thank you. It brings you over the, the double shandy. Gone. <laughs> Can I have another double shandy, please? Uh, comically, another one just pops <laughs> it, it appears right in front of your face and, and drops down. I, I don't want you to think that he's done anything with this Henrique person or okay. that he's working against you. But there are things I think he's not telling you. Now, Leo... I'm going to ask you a candid question mm. right now. You you care about my well-being? Yes. Would do you feel like it's safe for me to go back out on the road with him if we need to? Well, I don't think you have anything to fear as far as Julian trying to hurt you. But I think there are things coming up in your where you're going right. and what you what you're trying to do that he has information that you sh- you should know. And I don't even know all huh. of what it is. I just okay. from what I've heard and I think there's some of the things you do know. He's in possession of a book yeah. that could be very important to where you are all going and what you're all doing. Okay. Um, you know what? There's, there's times there's definitely, as I said to you, and, and I've talked about it before, I'm trying to change slowly and, and get a little bit more like everyone else. So now I'm thinking, if I'd had a conversation with Riley rather than hitting him in the face with my Warhammer repeatedly, maybe we'd know at this point. It's it's possible. Maybe if you had saved some of that truth serum that you used on me and some hold other Hold his folks. nose! <laughs> you did hold my nose. Uh, <laughs> you would have found I'm out. I'm sorry about that, by the way. Henley, really, it's kind of his thing. It's all right. I, I apologize. Not trusting folks is sort of my, my modus operandi, so okay. I, I can understand. Well, next time I hold any of your body parts, I will ask first, I promise. Oh, that sounded really bad. That did sound bad. I... Oh, at this point, I go an even brighter shade of red, and there starts smoke coming out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to grin my way through it, like I never said that. Double shandy, please. It's a, it's all right. Dates can be difficult. Yes, because this is my first one ever. Well, then you're not doing so bad. Really? Because I feel like a complete idiot at this point. I, I came here and, and talked to you about business, so I, I'm, not, I'm not so good at this stuff I either. started off this evening talking about a chicken laying an egg on the side of the road. It's true. You did do that. I am so embarrassed. But the truth is, I think... I really need another shandy. Where is that waiter? <laughs> waiter comes over and brings you the shandy. <laughs> God. 
Let's just, I think we should just have our dinner, have a nice time. Okay. And then when, when I'm done investigating what I need to investigate, and when you're finished with your adventure, we'll do, we'll do this again properly. Really? Yes. It wasn't that bad? It wasn't that bad. <sighs> okay. Let's hope I come back then. <laughs> All right. So we, we're going to fade out of the conversation. You and um, Leo having a nice conversation. You're laughing and talking. You're eating. You're drinking. And uh, you part ways at the end of the night. And he gives you a little nip on the head. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, and then and you part ways. Oh, you just imagine my scales going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you walk back in to Fandolin. And as you enter back into Fandolin... Um, Gizmodo is waiting by the entrance. He's looking for you. And he says, Thrace, come quickly. We think we found it. Big thanks to Justin Riley, our sound designer and sound effects guru. Uh, he does amazing work and he continues to do amazing work. Uh, he uses BattleBards and Tabletop Audio, which are BattleBards.com and TabletopAudio.com for the sound effects and stuff that he uses. They're great for if you're doing a podcast like this or just your own home game. So check those out. Uh, follow us at D&D Adventure and please, please, please leave a review on iTunes. It means the most to us. Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>